you know, one of my big problems is our vaccination of the military. Um, I'm a 10-year Navy surgeon, and uh, so I have Navy people and, and, and Army people calling me. Um, there were only 20 deaths of all the active duty in, in 2020 for COVID. 20, and all the services put together. They have a big now that they didn't have when I was in. They have a big epidemiologic base, and they can find out exactly what's going on. There were only 20 deaths. We're vaccinating everybody. And um, we've already had tumors, and we've had 80 cases of myocarditis, which I'm going to get to. But myocarditis has a, has, has a significant mortality, five-year mortality rate. I think it's 66%. So we, with the vaccine program, have ostensibly killed more of our young, young, young active-duty people than COVID did. Um, leukemia, another, another uh, blood dyscrasia, cancer. There's 48 per year on average in, in VAERS. We now are up to 229. Um, myocarditis that I just mentioned. In, in 31 years of the VAERS, there were 317 cases. Now, this year, 1,113. So, so you can see the, 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 the ongoing numbers. And I can pick almost any diagnosis and you will find the same issues. So the question you have to ask is why, why are we not stopping this? We stopped many things for far less. We stopped working on respiratory syncytial virus vaccine because of 22 deaths of infants in the hospital. We stopped the H1N1 after 53 deaths or 53 serious adverse events. So we are now doing 53 probably a day. Why are we continuing to move on here? Well, in my opinion, um, I think you have to look at your worldview. And this is my new, my new thing when I talk to people, I say, if you know, if you think we're fighting a virus, you're going to act like a victim. If you think we're, fight, you're, we're fighting a war, you're going to act like a warrior. And my, my argument is we're in a war. Now, we have to determine it's a fifth generation, uncharacteristic, unrestricted war, but we have to determine who the enemy is. The German Corona Committee Foundation reached out to me and asked me to provide all of the documentation to them who are suing the World Health Organization with a thousand doctors. Ten thousand MDs, and they reached out to me privately to give them a one and a half hour documentation of Anthony Fauci's knowledge of how he was going to kill people before the pandemic started, how he's still doing it right now while you're seated here, and I'm going to give you some of that information here, and I want to put up a slide. I just have to thank Dr. Rainier Fulmick. Also, just real quickly, I got to get this out of the way. If you, if any of you have loved ones who are being treated in ICUs for any of the variants of COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2, you have to write this down, convey it to your loved ones, myfreedoctor.com. It is proven these doctors will help you get early treatment for COVID-19, get you the prescriptions that you need for free, go there. Early treatment is the proven option, and these doctors are there standing for you. They will write you free prescriptions, telemedicine, offer them donations, do it. They will save your life. This, if you can see the screen, there's a QR code there. This has all, if you scan this QR code, put in your email, the documents I provided to Dr. Rainier Fulmick, my disease prevention cocktail to protect all of your loved ones from those who are jabbed and those who are not jabbed, but exposed to those who have the shots. Those documents will be sent to you automatically through that code. I've got 10 minutes. You guys want some information? All right, so what did Anthony Fauci know? All right, let's throw up the first slide. Next slide, please. It was up there. 
February 2020, China was seeking a patent on remdesivir from Gilead Sciences, who manufactures remdesivir, the drug. This is in February 2020. I want you to go to the next slide. This is just the article. Look here. A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine last week reported a coronavirus patient in the United States. How many? A coronavirus patient in the United States was found to show an improvement after taking remdesivir, which is also used to treat infectious diseases such as Ebola. This is February 2020. This is the lie. All right, next one. Let's look at the Ebola study. This is what I did in May 2020. I've been in the media ever since to educate you guys the current genocidal attempt and murderous attempts of Anthony Fauci, the NIH, the FDA, the CDC are all using remdesivir the same way that they used gas chambers to destroy people in Germany. This is how they're doing it and perpetuating those deaths using a drug in hospitals. This is the actual Ebola study that Anthony Fauci quoted in May 2020, proved, he said, we're going to use this non-FDA approved drug, it's been approved since, but it wasn't before the pandemic, we're going to use this non-FDA approved drug called remdesivir because it was shown to be safe and efficacious against the Ebola virus in 2018 and 2019. Has anybody actually looked at this study? Because I clicked the link on NIH.gov's website, all of you should do it. This is the study. Ebola virus inside of Africa. They took four regions, gave them all remdesivir and three other experimental drugs. Anthony Fauci said it was proven to be safe and effective against the Ebola virus. So now in this novel virus of the coronavirus, we're going to use it there also. We're going to mandate this one drug. You can't use any other ones like hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine back in May 2020. Go to the next slide, please. So what did the actual study find? They actually found, you can see here, you see mortality up there? Definition inside the study. They found that remdesivir, in six months, the safety board pulled remdesivir from the study, a one-year study, because it killed more people than any of the other three drugs, including ZMAP, which was put in by the FDA and the NIH. So six months into the study, they pulled remdesivir, they pulled ZMAP, which was supplied by our government to Africa because it killed more people. How many people did it kill? Remdesivir killed 54% of all people in the study that got the drug. Do you know what they're treating all of your loved ones with and those you care about in this country now? Next slide, please. Look up here. I'm not lying. This is from the study. Look at the second, second column from the right, remdesivir. Look below there. 54%. You see that? Mortality rate. All right, next slide, please. He then quoted a second study in May 2020, Anthony Fauci did, that supported the use of remdesivir in the treatment of coronavirus. The Ebola study, by the way, was a lie. No one clicked the link to look at it. I did. This is the other study he mentioned. This was actually done by Gilead Sciences, who makes remdesivir. In early March 2020, they took 53 patients from Japan, Canada, and America who had COVID-19 and they put them on the drug for 10 days. What's the drug? Remdesivir. This is the maker of remdesivir's own trial study. Next slide, please. What did they find? Check this out. 23% in 10 days had serious adverse events. The most common serious adverse events were multiple organ dysfunction syndrome, which is defined as the number one cause of death in all ICUs, by the way. Second, Septic shock, 
acute kidney failure and hypotension. Look at the next part. 8% had to be discontinued because remdesivir treatment. It worsened or, pre or prevented, sorry, pre-existing kidney failure and multiple organ failure. 8% had to be taken off by days five because they were dying as a result of the poison of remdesivir. That's what they found from this study. As a result of these studies, they decided to actually push this on the masses. All of you, this was going to be the drug choice. Why? Because it would actually make COVID-19 look more deadly than it really was. One other disgusting thing, Anthony Fauci and our federal health agencies bought up all of the reserves and stock of this experimental drug in 2020. We didn't even let another country have it till the end of October 2020. Do you want to know why America had the most deaths during 2020 in this pandemic than any other country? We were the only country treating people with remdesivir proven to cause acute kidney failure, multiple organ failure, septic shock and hypotension, all of which are lethal. This was the great setup. So they set this up so that they can murder people and then convince you people were dying of COVID-19. They didn't die of COVID-19. They actually died from remdesivir poisoning causing acute kidney failure if you just listen to the media. The New York press conferences of all the doctors when Ebola, or sorry, when Corona was going throughout New York early on, they were reporting we've never seen a virus ever attack vir the kidneys like this one is. You start treating this virus and it attacks the kidneys and shut it down. Not only are we finding that we have limited supply of ventilators, we don't have enough dialysis machines for their kidneys. These doctors had no idea it was never the virus to begin with. Remdesivir was proven in 30% of all people to cause acute kidney failure. Do you know what happens when you shut down the kidneys in somebody? Your kidneys release water from the body. Guess what happens when you shut them down? Your body retains water. Your abdomen fills with water. Your heart fills with water. Your lungs fill with water. Do you know what they call that? Pulmonary edema. You are drowning these people to death with their own fluids and they can't breathe. They were calling it secondary pneumonia. You have to listen to me. Still today, they are calling it pneumonia from corona. No, it isn't. They are shutting down everybody's kidneys with remdesivir, causing their lungs to fill with fluid, and they are drowning to them to death. Do you want to know why this made me so angry? In May 2020, February 2020, I watched a hospital in Dallas, Texas, kill my father-in-law with the same protocols. They are still doing it today, and they are, they are, I'm telling you right now, anybody who's got a loved one in ICUs, please listen to me. Anybody who's got COVID-19, you're going to be threatened with death if you go into a hospital. They have set this up where they're going to use remdesivir. 31% of people treated with, for COVID-19 will have acute kidney failure. Their lungs will fill with fluid. Right now, they're adding dexamethasone, which has 4% reported kidney failure for all those who get it. So now you're up to 35%. If anyone listening to this has a loved one in a hospital and they have added to that protocol a drug called vancomycin, which is an antibiotic. Antibiotics don't treat viruses, by the way. If they put them on there, upwards of 10% of all of those individuals will experience even worsened acute kidney failure. It will stop their heart, pressure on their heart, make them go into a coma, make them unconscious, and they will die. And they will say it was because of COVID-19. This is not true.
Yeah, they're doing it to all of them. All right, so this is the mass genocide that they're using, remdesivir. There's a reason why more people died in America than any other country in 2020. We were the only country using remdesivir, and Anthony Fauci was the one that mandated it. Okay, now what else was disgusting? Let's go to the next one. This was the next thing that made me super angry. In October 2020. All right, so now I have a problem with the NIH, with Anthony Fauci, from May 2020, saying we're going to use a drug proven to be effective against Ebola. Was it proven to be effective against Ebola? No, it didn't even make it to the end of the trial. Why is this guy still alive? Number two. The, number two. Number two is the FDA. Ready? This report, go back. You know, you look at the date. CBR plans, a division inside of the FDA. You'll see the FDA logo at the top. This is dated October 22nd, 2020. They were setting up how they were going to evaluate for injuries from vaccines being reported to the government once they started going out in December. This is in October. 25 slide presentation. Good luck finding this link now. I have it downloadable. I hope you got the QR code because I'll send you the whole document. Next one. This was slide 16. If you haven't seen any of my presentations, FDA safety surveillance of COVID-19 vaccines. Look at the list of what they knew was going to start being reported to the government as a result of injuries from the coming vaccines. Disgustingly enough, this list, when the same organization, the FDA, two months later in December, created the fact sheets to go out with the vaccines to the entire American public, for each vaccine, they're supposed to list the health benefits and the risks associated with those vaccines. The FDA created these fact sheets. Do you know not one of these showed up on that list or on that fact sheet? I call this criminal. They knew it, but they didn't tell you. Just so you know, on this list, three on the side, on the right, two on the left are all related to blood clot disorders. They knew that two months before the shots came out. Look at the bottom right. I know I'm almost out of time. Bottom right, you have to be aware of this. This is what we know is coming from the shots. Don't even ignore on the right top. Isn't it odd that death isn't listed first? <laughs> Pregnancy and birth outcomes like miscarriages aren't a big deal or birth defects aren't a big deal. We'll list those on the second column. Bottom right, multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. Does this say adults? Does it say teenagers? No, it says in children. The Mayo Clinic defines this condition or disease is a serious condition where multiple organs in a child will become severely inflamed and they can die from it, which includes inflammation of the brain, kidneys, spleen, gut, heart, eyes, all at once. Go to cdc.gov, type in MIS-C, which is that abbreviation, it's already been reported over 4,400 children have been reported with this, and over 40 children in America have died already. And they want to start pushing that on your children come September. I have a huge problem with these health agencies lying to you. Throw up the last slide and I'm done. If you didn't get it, go get it. Go to, if you want to, if you can't, QR code it, write it down. If you're listening at home, the D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com. My job is to prevent them from being able to kill your loved ones. If you have a loved one in ICU, 
MyFreeDoctor.com has lawyers ready to actually contact the hospital and threaten them to put them on other treatments. Do not forget it. You do not have to do what they say. I'm Dr. Artis. Thank you. And so um, as a PhD who knows the science, I'm in the category of the most vaccine-hesitant group. Yes, PhDs are the most vaccine-hesitant, followed by people who have less than a high school degree because they know what they don't know and they don't trust their government. And many people, the other group that is very vaccine hesitant are African Americans. 70% of African Americans have not taken this vaccine. Why? Because they don't trust their government. Do they have reason not to trust their government? Well, between the um, years of 1930 and 1970, the CDC conducted the Tuskegee experiment where they took un, um, untreated males with syphilis and they refused to treat them. Even after antibiotics became available, they still did not treat them and they did not tell them that they had syphilis. They told those people that they were there to secure their health and they did not secure their health. They abused them. You say, well, that was in the past, although I don't think 1970 was that long ago. Well, in 2012, whistleblower William Thompson came forward and said, we published a study that said MMR does not cause autism, but we lied. In fact, we shredded data that showed that when black boys are vaccinated on time, they have increased rates of autism diagnosis, and we shredded it and we left it out of the paper. As an African-American and a PhD, I want to ask each of you, are we going to exclude 70% of African-American people from the workforce and from education? Right? My ancestors did not work this hard. I come from a family that worked very hard, and I'm very aware that my privileges are dependent on the work of my grandmother and my great-grandmother, and I have great respect for these people that put me where I am, and yet you're telling me that my son will not be able to be educated if, based on the history of African Americans in this country, that he doesn't want to be vaccinated? All right, so I will leave you with that question. Who are we going to exclude from the workforce? Are we going to continue with discrimination and segregation in the United States of America? Thank you.